Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And I'm Beck. And Zap the podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And I just sort of wanted to kick us off today uh, by saying a huge thank you to anyone and everyone who's already gone and checked out our new merch at mm. zapthepodcast.store. You can just chuck that into your browser and you will get there. Um, the response so far has been really awesome uh, to for those who've checked it out, uh, seen it, uh, and the people who've bought it. So I'm, I'm excited for yeah, you to get huge it. Huge thank you. Huge thank you, <laughs> indeed. Um, because uh, And yeah. thank yourself for making the decision to purchase it because you're not going to regret it. It's it's some high quality it's merch. Good. Yeah, we hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoy yeah. uh, the ones that we have. It's so soft. I've I pretty much yeah, have been like I haven't had to go out anywhere. I've just been living in my jumper <laughs> essentially. It's I'm, it's the uniform. It is. We, we said it's the lockdown uniform. Lockdown and uniform. We're going to stand by that. <laughs> and um, so comfy. But yeah, if you've not checked it out yet, uh, you can head straight over to zapthepodcast.store uh, in your browser, or check out the link tree in our Instagram bio uh, and our Instagrams at zapthepodcast, uh, and you can go have a squeeze at the wonderful products we have available there. Uh, so thank you to those who have and those who will go check it out. Um, but now it's time to start off. And today I have a hilarious story out of probably the best named town I've ever heard of. And oh, when okay. I, I just, I didn't even know this was a part of it when I first saw the story. I saw the story, I was looking <laughs> through it and I'm like, oh, where's this at? Maybe this will add to the story. And um, the town is called Pigeon Forge. It's the, what the heck? it's called Pigeon Forge, and I'm not sure. One word, Pigeon Forge. Uh, no, I think it's two two words, Pigeon Forge. Oh, even <laughs> Which is yeah, even more strange that they just have a town. It's in Tennessee. I don't oh, know if, yeah, if that, that right makes now. it make more or less sense. Um, but <laughs> Pigeon Forge. What can Forge. you do in Pigeon Forge? Well, let oh, me tell you. Apparently, heaps there, to do. There is <laughs> now in the town of Pigeon Forge. There are a number of attractions. I've done my research. Oh, and good. <laughs> one of which is uh, the infamous Dollywood, which is a Dolly Parton theme park. Oh, my um, And I remember I there was like this weird memory in my mind because back when we did radio, I remember one morning in the news or I think we must have found it because it doesn't sound like it'd be, mm. make the big news. Or maybe <laughs> it did. But there was apparently some wildfires in that area and it was getting close to, to Dollywood. Oh, um, no. And, so, and we were petrified. We were like, oh, no, what happens to Dollywood? Uh, which is, <laughs> of course, um, a Dolly Parton theme park. And uh, yes, uh, it's, of course. It's, As every good town should have. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like, I feel like Sydney should have uh, a theme park for <laughs> Dolly Parton as well. Not. <laughs> I'm looking up the rides right now and mm. it's just like they're not really at all related to Dolly Parton. No, like, they're not. They're, I'm not sure if you've seen some of the rides, but one of them is like five... Oh, no, it's a roller coaster looking thing with a giant eagle is each... Like, each row of seats is covered by a giant eagle. <laughs> if that's not American, I don't know what is. 
<laughs> well, it's not Dolly, Dolly Parton. That yeah. Maybe there's some backstory I just don't understand. It, it does. I guess we'll just have to go and find out. Yeah, it says uh, that has award-winning roller coasters, uh, rip-roaring <laughs> rides, which I just think is a great, a great <laughs> sentence in itself, delectable fare, and stellar Ooh. entertainment, which sounds about as southern uh, as it gets. Uh, so I suppose you've got... It, it's more of a southern theme park than specifically Dolly right. Parton. But I guess it would be kind of... <laughs> like terrifying to go in and all the rides are just themed after Dolly Parton. True. <laughs> just go in and there's the Dolly Coaster. The nine to five, yeah. you know, drop. <laughs> just everywhere you go, there's there's just rides screaming Dolly Parton music. <laughs> you can't go like 10 metres without seeing the word Jolene somewhere. No, no. <laughs> but we're not talking about Dollywood today. Sorry, we've gotten we've gotten carried oh, away here. Um, because not far from the shining gem that is Dollywood lies the attraction mm. that our story is based around today, and that is the Titanic Museum. And although it does sound oh. slightly less impressive, um, it is it's a museum. It has the history and the stories of the Titanic, but in a an exciting twist, it's shaped like a the Titanic. I don't know if it's quite as big, but it is like a huge like structure that looks like a ship, uh, which okay. is pretty groovy. And yeah. um, But what exactly has gone down, pun intended, uh, at the Titanic Museum this week, <laughs> you may ask? Well, in a cruel twist uh, of fate, three people were injured this week while attending the attraction when a wall that was shaped as an iceberg came tumbling down. And from, oh from the looks of things, no one was uh, significantly injured, which is good. But I got to say, these circumstances are eerily familiar. Like, I don't know, Beck, have you ever heard of any injury sustained on the Titanic as a result of an iceberg? Because something's ringing a bell for me here. And It does sound, yeah, eerily familiar. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm surely that would... <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Like, I was... When looking around for this story, because I saw it um, and then I was just, like, finding a few sources for it, so few, like, news places went with, like, jokes for it. I suppose it was... An, an, like, people were injured. So maybe it's not the time for jokes. Wait, people were injured by the iceberg collapse? Yeah, yeah. Not It was oh, three no. people. I mean, um, not on the actual Titanic. No, 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 no. no, no <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. People, people were, but... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering things incorrectly. <laughs> but I, I, no one went with like any any jokes or or any little cat, little phrases. I don't know. No one no one made any quips about it, which I think is is a bit of a, a waste because it's such an opportunity to to be like I don't know. Three visitors go down on the Titanic <laughs> due to an iceberg, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like. Uh, Something about how, like, the trip to the museum was, you know, a little bit more, a bit too close. Like, <laughs> yeah. something about how it was a bit too realistic. It's like... Like... <laughs> Such a realistic experience. <laughs> yeah. <Titanic. laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but this story definitely gives a sense of deja vu, and that's what definitely. we're talking about today. Those, those moments where you think, I swear this has happened before. Whenever I'm watching TV and in lockdown at the moment, I'm watching a lot of TV. I always find that things I see, you know, remind me of times in my own life. Give me that sense of deja vu. Mm. Like, okay, I've definitely experienced this experience before. And I mean, that is 
what deja vu is. (laughs) (laughs) That is textbook definition. So the other day, I think I was watching uh, Ted Lasso. Have you like heard of that? Oh, I've heard of Ted Lasso. It's very funny. I haven't watched it properly. Comedic sport kind of show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like about a football team, and it's really funny. Anyway, so I think there was a scene in it where someone like slept over at work or something and so they were like making jokes about how they were already in their uniform or something blah 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 oh yeah and it just it it's not even really closely related to this story that happened to me when i was younger but it gave me the sense of deja vu i think that feeling of embarrassment you know oh no you've like worn the wrong clothes that sort of thing oh yeah and i brought this up to my parents and they they couldn't believe that i'd done this so basically what happened i think i was in year seven or year eight and I was getting ready for school and I used, I still do, I don't particularly like the mornings. No, um, I'm with you there. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a morning person. If the mornings <laughs> at all. would just like keep to themselves, I'd be very happy. As long as yeah. I'm not involved in the morning, I'm a happy man. <laughs> and especially getting ready for school was oh. just always such like a... Oh, like, do I have to? That sort of thing. So I actually remember this particular day getting ready for school and I was like sitting on my bed while putting my school uniform on. I wasn't even like trying trying to put effort in to get ready quickly or anything. I was like slowly putting my school uniform and that sort of thing. Anyways, so I get to school and I had PE first period. So even that, that might have been why I was so begrudgingly getting ready because, you know, you have to put on your school uniform, go to school, oh, and then you have to get changed into your uniform. What, what, what's hassle. the deal with schools? Okay, no. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but Different like, tangent. rant no, time with Jono. What is the deal with schools being like, no, you have to wear your normal uniform, then get changed into your uniform. I know. And then get back into your normal uniform. Because it's just cruel. It is. You've got so many books to carry. <laughs> Leave us alone. Let us just wear a sports <laughs> uniform for a day. What's the What's the deal? Oh, the it was the worst having to carry that sport uniform. <laughs> it's awful. The shoes were the worst oh. bit. Like those massive joggers in your bag, and the bag was already big enough. And as you said, it was already filled with, like, um, already filled with books and yeah. enormous lunch like, boxes. It's it's madness. You see kids walking around with backpacks as large as they are and you're like, how? <laughs> what sort of... That was me. They're being supported by sheer will. Like, I don't think that child has the strength to carry a bag that big. I think it's just determination it's, pulling it's them superhuman, through. It's superhuman. It is. <laughs> so, where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I, I was getting changed for PE and as I was... um. <laughs> Like halfway through getting changed, I looked down and I realized that I, I honestly don't even know how this happened, but I still had my pajamas on <laughs> <laughs> underneath my school uniform. I somehow had become so zoned out while getting ready for school that I just didn't fully take my pajamas off. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing. I, I, I don't remember how I felt. Like, exactly. And I wish I remembered how I responded to my friends seeing that I was still in my pajamas. <laughs> I have a feeling I would have made a joke like, oh, haha, like, didn't want to take my pajamas off, blah, blah, blah. But 
in my soul, I know that was a <laughs> that was an accident that I did not know I had gone to school in my pajamas. Internally, there was screaming was, of horror. There was so much screaming <laughs> and just like <laughs> the feeling of like your stomach just like doing somersaults. So embarrassing. There's like I'd actually gone to school a few times without shoes, and this just <laughs> further emphasizes how, how little of a morning person I was. Like I don't know how it happens. You just run in the car because you're running late. <laughs> And then you get to school, mom's like, okay, like, bye. It I'm happens like, to all of us. I don't have shoes. <laughs> like, the, there was one time, because my dad always used, uh, like, took us to school on some days. And mm. um, there was one day when, like, he came in and woke me and my brother up. And we got ready. And we were, like, super tired. and But we just didn't question mm. it because, like, our dad knows what the time it is. And he gets us to school at, like, 7 a.m. And, like, no <laughs> one had written. No, not a single, like, any of us had gone to, like, and checked a clock anywhere. Oh <laughs> and he got us to school <laughs> at 7 a.m. Why, why did he do that? I don't, he doesn't he know. He didn't either. check the time either. No and just way. none of us questioned why it wasn't as bright outside <laughs> as it normally was, why we were all more tired than we normally were, why there were no cars at school when we got there. It was literally when we were at school that we're like, hang on, it's like 7 a.m. And like, oh, by gosh. that point, we're already there. It's like a half hour So you drive. went to school? Is yeah, so we just, me and my oh, brother just wow. sort of hung out for a couple of hours <laughs> at school. When, oh, my God. When it was just some of the early teachers in, we just sort of like hung out around the playground. Like, what are you kids doing here? <laughs> yeah, they were like, what? Did you guys not leave? <laughs> And we oh never gosh. let dad live that down. Yeah, that is so, <laughs> just so bizarre. Uh, oh, that's like, it somewhat reminds me of, sorry, we're going on tangents now yes. about school. I used to um, apologize, apologies if I've spoken about this already on the podcast, but on Saturdays, I used to watch Saturday Disney oh, as yeah. a kid. One of the best shows ever. The and best. I remember one day, that was like not a morning person at all until it gets to the weekends. I'm going to be downstairs 7am ready to watch Saturday That's Disney. That's true. There's like almost like a switch just flipped and you're like, the weekend, it's time. There's something I want to do on in the morning. Yeah. I want to go watch Toasted TV with, with whoever it was. I don't know. Exactly. I can't even remember it's the a hosts. different it's just a whole different feeling. So I got dressed into like, you know, normal clothes, quickly ran downstairs, turned on the TV at seven AM and Saturday Disney wasn't on. <gasps> and then my mom came downstairs and They've cancelled like, Saturdays. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. And then so I had to like somehow pretend that I knew it was right because I was so Embarrassed. Yeah, you would. And I was wearing like jeans and like a t-shirt, and Mum was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, you know, just wanted to watch some TV before school." <laughs> Me, the person who would not get up out of bed until the very last second, oh, until gosh. there was like a solid like thirty seconds before you had to be in the car. Literally, at which stage <laughs> you somehow like get up, eat breakfast, get dressed, ha- and like do everything you need to do, get and be in the car in thirty seconds. Oh, it's a talent. I tell you what, I hope I don't get that deja vu feeling of having to get ready for school again because <laughs> it's not a fun feeling. No, not at all. Zap the Podcast merch is finally here and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts and more all with original designs beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today.
Now, I've got another story today for us that seems eerily familiar, but I just can't put my finger on it. Now, this story, it starts when a man from the UK walked into a bank, uh, up to the teller, (laughs) and handed them a note. Uh, And... Then the story ends with the same man leaving that bank empty-handed. So what's oh. happened here? I've sort of, I like how I've set this up. I, I don't know. I'm trying a new thing. <laughs> Can I get some live feedback here? What? <laughs> um, I'm so confused. So this man, we'll call him in. He walks into a bank uh, on a Thursday morning looking to get some quick cash. He has everything planned out. He's going to walk up to the teller, calmly... Uh, give her a note demanding cash and leave calmly with that cash as to raise no alarms, people aren't panicking, get away cleanly. That's the plan, that's the dream. And so then and there, on that Thursday morning, it was go time. Now, after walking into the bank, he stands in the line until he gets to the teller and slips the note across the counter, the pre-written note demanding that she give him all the 10 and 20 pound bills uh, in the till, because they're in the UK, they use, they use the pound. There. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately for our would-be robber, his plan kind of hits a snag there, uh, as the teller's having immense trouble reading what's written on the note. Oh, no! <laughs> the old bad The old bad handwriting. <laughs> so to avoid causing panic among the customers, this guy doesn't want to demand verbally what he wants from oh, the, no. the teller because there could be people who want to be heroes and stop him from doing it. There could be people who freak mm. out and call the police. It could get really messy. The if last he... thing you want at a bank robbery. Oh, yeah. The no, police. the police just spoil the fun. <laughs> they really do. They're really, the wet they blankets they are. <laughs> so he sees that this this bank is really trying to read this note, but he sees he's not going anywhere, so he just hightails it out of there and... Um, and, and doesn't get away with any cash, oh, right? Didn't want to try another teller? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> the thing is, later on, the bank star- the, the staff are able to decipher what the message says. Um, and the note reads... Now, the actual note is in this article, and it is very difficult to read. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've had a look at it a number of times. And to read that, it would take a fair bit of, of deciphering, I'd say. But it says... Mm. Um, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the tens and twenties. Think about the other customers, which is pretty threatening. Jeez, that but, is terrifying. Um, not when you can't if read, you can it. read it. If you can't <laughs> yeah. read it, it may as it may as well just be the entire B movie script. Yeah, it could be hello, have a lovely day. That's what it could Thanks be. for doing your job with a little smiley Goodbye. face at the end. You never know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're able to, to decipher what it says, and they alert the police who take the note and the CCTV footage uh, as. Uh, as evidence because it was an attempted robbery. And I think you'd agree, Beck, but, but this story it? It is <laughs> particularly familiar to one of the stories, uh, actually a couple of the stories we covered in our first uh, episode. Yeah, in I'm the, getting strong. In the very <laughs> first episode. So like the first thing we ever did on this podcast Aww. almost 31 episodes ago. Uh, in fact, wow, 31 episodes that? ago. Yeah, not it, almost. it actually was. <laughs> uh, but in a shocking twist, the burglar in question doesn't give up there. So after what I can only assume uh, is a good week or so practicing his cursive, the burglar strikes again on another bank where his plan is executed perfectly. The the teller can read his handwriting um, perfectly. And so Mm -hmm. it went really well. So well, in fact, that he's like, hey, why not round this up to to a a lovely three? Um, Oh, wait. So when the second one went well, you mean he got the money? He got the money and got out of there. Oh, wow. Um, 
and so did a third Those one. Those lessons paid off. Exactly. Because <laughs> you get this is if there's one thing to take away from this story, kids learn your cursive because you don't. It, it'll catch up to you. I know handwriting is boring, but um, it'll it'll it's catch up it. to you. Um, but shortly after the third one, the police are able to start putting things together from these three mm. uh, burglaries, um, robberies. <laughs> but even. none of the handwriting would have matched up. No. <laughs> Terrible the- in the first one, slightly better in the second one. And by the third Perfect. one, really good. <laughs> uh, his, his reign of terror was uh, cut to an end, though, because police were able to, to sort of tie him to it and then conducted a search of his house uh, and found clothing and the little notes. Scrunched up bits of paper yeah, everywhere. Yeah, the, the same, like, sticky note like they found a whole stack of sticky notes that matched the one he gave them so um yeah really messed up there but uh, (laughs) and uh but he's actually been sentenced which is very different from our um is very different our our first stories that we ever did on this podcast but i think he's if he had just stopped like as our in our first episode you know he waved the magic wand yep didn't get the money Walked away. Walked away scot-free. <laughs> um, Idea didn't work. Not a crime. <laughs> no, but this guy's persistence has scored him yeah. a six-year uh, prison Oof. sentence. So, look, if you're gonna, you need good handwriting, so you only have to do one. I think that's the moral <laughs> of this story. <laughs> no, it's not. Please, no, <laughs> no disclaimer. No, it's no, not. no, don't do crime. <laughs> official, official <laughs> public service announcement from Zap. Don't do crime. Don't do crime. <laughs> So in the ultimate deja vu, I wanted to bring up a topic that we talk about all the time. And I think everyone listening knows exactly what this is oh, going yeah. to be. And that is KFC. KFC. Well, but that rhymes. In saying like that, that, we haven't actually spoken about it for a, a, co- a good couple of yeah, episodes. Yeah, right, actually. So that makes the deja vu even stronger. Yeah, it's that nostalgia. <laughs> It is. From from like two months ago. (laughs) It's good to have you back, KFC. It's nice and and spicy hot it is. Mm. Fresh. (laughs) So the reason we're talking about KFC today is because of something they are doing right now in the UK and they are making a pop-up hotel. So basically... pop-up hotel? I think it's like you just take over like a building and set it up like a a hotel. I see. Sorry. And and then they can pack it up. They literally just in like like a local market, they construct like a, a concrete monolith that's just a hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's actually made of cardboard. It just like folds back down afterwards. <laughs> literally pops up at, at a button. <laughs> no, so it's a built in an actual building and they're having this hotel running. It started on the 11th of August and I think it's running for 11 days. They had this like theme of 11 because of the 11 secret herbs and spices. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot. It's so clever. So it like to rent a room in the pop-up hotel, it's like 111 pounds, that sort of thing. I love it. It's all tying together. It is. So (laughs) the hotel is called the House of Harland. So... Incredible. It just, it, so they guess, keep going with this Harlan thing. And I'm do. all for it. I love it so much. So guests guests can check in, or should I say chicken, to the <laughs> house of Harlan. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> I said it. I said it. Chicken. <laughs> so inside, apparently, there's things like an arcade machine. There's a private cinema showing, and this is what it said in the press release, chicken flicks, which I guess we can assume is <laughs> just recipe for seduction yeah, on repeat. On repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it is. <laughs> Nothing better. And rooms are decorated with, like, fried chicken-themed stuff. So apparently, like, the bedding, the wallpaper, and the towels are all fried chicken themed. I'm yet to see any photos of people going there, but I really hope over the next week or so oh, we see yeah. some of these come out. Because it, it should have opened, like, as, as of recording this, I'm kind of time stamping the record here, but uh, it should have opened <laughs> up yesterday. Yeah. So hopefully we see some good content come out and I really hope that they bring it to Australia at some point. Oh, yeah. But we're not even at the best bit of this hotel room yet. So the best feature of these hotel rooms is that they literally have a press for chicken button. That is it. That so, is, that's like some childhood like magic there. Yeah. Right? I, <laughs> that's I'd everyone's com- dream. Exactly. I'd compare that to like when you're at school and you'd be like, oh, would it be so cool if there was like soft drink in the bubblers? Boom. That's yeah. like, that's Done. the kind of level that we're on here with a press for chicken button. It's so amazing. So what the press release also says is that it means a succulent treat is always within reach. And I'm just absolutely obsessed. I want to stay there so bad. And it kind of got me thinking, as you were saying, it's like a childhood dream sort of thing, you know, having a press for anything button. Like, obviously, you know, we'd we'd love to have world peace at the press of a button. That would be nice. Yeah, just like a reset button. button. Yeah, you know, those (laughs) sort of things. (laughs) Things are getting all all higgledy-piggledy again. Someone press the peace button again. (laughs) But I'm thinking if you could have a press for anything button, you know, on the same kind of, you know, level as press for chicken, what would you have? That's a difficult question. I yeah, One thing that I can't get out of my broad. mind, though, is like, you know how in stores, not so much anymore, but they used to have these little capsules like that they'd put in a tube, press a button and be like sucked up and then into like a back office or something. I don't know if you've oh, seen like something mail? like that. Was it for like mail? Yeah. So it's oh. sometimes used for like mail and that sort of stuff. But we used to have one where I uh, used to work in the cinema. Um, and I can just imagine, like right now, just like chicken being shot through a tube <laughs> at like high speeds. <laughs> and hopefully, none of the spices fly off. No, the no, you still got to have it all just eleven there. Them on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get that out of my head. But I oh, reckon that'd be amazing. A push button for anything. Like, are we, I'm thinking uh, like gummy bears. Uh, like, I would love would a good. push. Oh, and gummy bears come. Actually, now that you've said that, I think my favorite mm-hmm. lolly of all time is um, made by uh, Trolley, uh, and they do something called a sour gecko, which is like... Oh, are they the long ones? Yeah, they're like a big, like Mm. maybe the, not quite, maybe like the size of like half your forearm or maybe a bit longer, Um, but they're these like geckos made out of like a (laughs) marshmallowy thing with sour stuff on the outside. And it is honestly one of the best things uh, that I've ever... I've ever tasted, experienced even, I would say. <laughs> so you'd have a press for a sour gecko. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, I would Where... be horrifically unhealthy, <laughs> but boy, would I be happy. <laughs> that would... and that's what we love. I would, or on the KFC theme, like a press for Zinger. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Oh, I'm, I'm more of a Wicked case, Wings. Wicked yeah. Wings, yeah. Wicked Wings would be the way to go. First of all, Wicked Wings. I, now that I can't get that shooting image out of my head, like, <laughs> do you reckon they have a... I, I at first thought they would be delivered on, like, a silver platter. So it's, like, press for chicken. And then, like, two minutes later, someone has 
like, you know, knocks on the door, lifts off a big silver cloche and there's like a beautiful array of chicken. But now I'm thinking maybe they do just press this button. There's a little <laughs> hole in the wall with like a, a door over it and it slides up and then a, a drumstick just flies out of the wall and it's up to you to, to catch to, it. To catch it before it smashes through the drywall yeah. and, and it's lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> they're like kind of want to make oh. like you know they've got those spud cannons made out of like pvc pipes and stuff i want to make one of them but just for kfc <laughs> we should do it pack some we potato and gravy in the bottom oh, to God. make sure oh. you've got like a good like airtight seal and then oh boom, wow i think that'd be the way to go <laughs> You know, it's COVID safe as well. We yeah. can just like, like drive past someone's house. And yeah, do, do, do a drive-by <laughs> chickening. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I could, love if it. you have like, if you're friendly with your neighbors, you could just be like, how oh, we've, we've just learned some KFC. You want some? And then just like get out the KFC launcher. It'd be almost maybe like one of those t-shirt cannons. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. They should do it at concerts too. Yes! Oh we my love you goodness. guys. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> wicked wing, wicked wing. I feel like the, there needs to be more money put into like research and development for for like concert <laughs> artillery for, for products. And, and We're past t-shirts. Yeah. I mean, but in saying that, go buy a Zap t-shirt. Yeah, if, if you want, no pressure, but like we, pretty We cool. are past so. t-shirts, but, but <laughs> the best t-shirts. If you are going to wear a t-shirt... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zap t-shirt. We cannot yet shoot it out of a cannon for you, but we can look into it. I think that's I a. Know. I think that can be a sort of uh, an in the works project. That can yeah. be a work in progress. <laughs> I reckon. I. I genuinely think in the next couple of weeks I could try and put together a prototype for a KFC you, launcher. You better. You. I, better. I'm. I'm ready for it. I. I will actually try my darndest to make this a thing. <laughs> I will. I'll. I'll. <laughs> I'll go click and collect from from Bunnings and get yep. some get some that's essential supplies I would say. It is, yeah, they're, yeah, they're still open. Yeah, and KFC's essential, so that's still yeah, open. Yeah, okay, perfect. So I've got online order everything I need. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorted. We're, We're sorted. sorted. <laughs> uh, but that does uh, bring us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, it's been a blast thinking about it's the past. Oh my goodness, look at that! It rhymes. <gasps> Beautiful. That is beautiful. Well oh, done, Jono. Natural. That was organic. That was. I didn't even write that down. I wish I had though. No, that so I could that claim wasn't our third that take of this whole episode. Just to get <laughs> yeah, that right. Yeah. This is number three. We're getting tired at this stage, so this yep. this is probably going to be it for for records of this episode. Um, but again, uh, another plug for our t-shirts. Go check them out. Zap store. No, not zap the podcast store. <laughs> don't go to zap store. We, don't, we <laughs> don't own that website. We don't know what it could be. Zap the podcast store or check out our Instagram. You can see some photos of them up on there um, as well as you can check in the link in our bio. Uh, and follow us on our social medias at Zap the Podcast on whatever platform you please. Um, and if we're not there, then we aren't on that platform. Let us know. Um, yeah, just <laughs> let us know. And so that's where we'll wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Zap. Bye.